Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Balance and Water. This is your girl Balance and I'm here with my partner. Water. Why you sound so damn professional? I do. What the <laughs> hell are you talking like that? Like what? Okay. <laughs> I thought I was talking normal. Oh no, that does not sound like normal you. Oh but okay. <laughs> That's what we're giving to the people today. Alright. I mean I'm just giving what I got. You told me to get it together. I got it together. Okay. Anywho, how are you? I'm cool. I'm cool. What's up with you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, busy for Monday. I'm starting my second week of working out, doing my tour days. And I'm tired. You be. I'm dead tired, like. I need to book a massage at Massage Envy or something. Hand in stone. Stone in hands. I don't even care at this point. We need to get my girl who comes to my house. What? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure her prices are, Right, I'm pretty sure her prices are better than uh, Hand in Stone, too. Yeah, because you get her for a full hour, she she will get in there. Ooh. Whatever you need. Yeah, so when we finish this, we're going we gonna to go and get that information to me. <laughs> Because I need yep. that. But anywho, how was your weekend? Did you do anything exciting? You just chilled? You always want to know my business. My weekend was good. I do. Well, that's good. I hung out a little bit. That's not, about it. Not like last episode hung out, but like normal hangout? Like you didn't have a hangover or anything hangout? Nah, I was... Did I have a hangout? Nah, I was good. Okay. I don't know. I... I was a responsible adult, if that's what you're asking. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I didn't want to say that you're ever irresponsible, but... Um... I was that last week when I had to go to work. I was. I admit it. <laughs> I was responsible this time. You learned Don't catch me back to back like that. I'm not going to be that girl. <laughs> I wanted to go to brunch. I had plans to go to brunch on Sunday. But Saturday, I... You know, call my grandma, just talk, chop it up. And something told me to just wait till like maybe Sunday night to call her. <sighs> she was moving and she needed my help. Mm. And I set myself up by even calling her. Because of course she asked for help. Well, she didn't ask, but she put on a sympathy card. Like I was, hey grandma, how you doing? You know, catching up, whatever. What you got going on this weekend? You know, small talk. Well... You know, I'm just kind of really tired from moving. I'm trying to get this. I'm like, okay, I see where this is going. <laughs> and I was like, so where's where's granddaddy? <laughs> oh, well, he went to Georgia to drop his son off. They helped move most of the stuff, but we still got stuff to do. And I just don't know when he'll be back. <laughs> now, <laughs> the asshole me wanting to say, oh, okay. Right. When y'all should be done. <laughs> right. But the heart that I have, I was like, you need help, Grandma? Well, I ain't going to turn it down. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she was waiting. I knew I know my grandma so well. 
she only like lowers her voice and start talking softly when she wants you to ask her for help or ask her if she needs help so she doesn't actually have to ask. She wants to guilt okay. trip you. That's how you're supposed to do it. No, like I'd rather you just be like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? No, because you're going to find an excuse to tell me why. <laughs> no, I need, I need to sound sad and pathetic a little bit. Just enough for you to, the guilt to lay on you and then <laughs> and then you'll be here to help thanks I was just like this is not what I wanted to do on a Sunday but you know whatever it's over and done with I got my good deed for the day or the week so it is what it is I ain't tripping but I would like a bottomless mimosa next Sunday <clears throat> is that Usher Sunday oh shoot I mean, I know your church schedule. No, actually, I don't. Next weekend is 2030th. No, I've already done it for the month. (laughs) (laughs) Next month, I usher on for Sunday. So if anybody doesn't know, I am an usher at church. And I was voluntold to be They take anybody. Uh Uh-uh. God knows my heart. So... (laughs) Anyways, I was voluntold to be the vice president. Like, I was just literally sitting vice in church. Vice president? Yeah, of the Usher Committee. Oh, yeah, they really take anybody. <laughs> like, we were sitting in church, and, like, they, you know, the pastor was kind of delegating who was on what. They did the, you know, who was over the Usher. And so I'm back there because this is the end of church. You know, we're going over announcements and stuff. And I'm playing Candy Crush. He's like, and God laid it upon my heart. Ari, you gonna be the vice president? I literally say, huh? <laughs> so literally, like twice a month, I got, you know, officer meetings mm. on Wednesdays. <sighs> it's just so much of a commitment, more than I wanted to give. You better commit for Jesus, and I did. <laughs> but <laughs> don't think that I look for an excuse almost every time. <laughs> but I get on. God, so yes. Okay. So, anywho, what are we talking about today? Yes, I want to talk about Shikari Richardson, the race, the aftermath, and Black America. So, I'm gonna first start out with, what are your thoughts on Shikari Richardson as a person? before we dive into the actual topic. I feel like I should be speaking in Patois this whole episode now. Cause I feel like I have to represent for all the West Indians today. Well you can you can. You absolutely can because no, I'm American, so I won't. I won't. You won't understand what I'm saying. Oh, okay. you wanna speak the language or the accent. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I won't do that to you. Appreciate yeah, it. there's no um, closed captions that come with no subtitles or anything that comes with podcasts, so <laughs> that ain't gonna be good. Um, I, I didn't feel any kind of way uh, about her prior to the whole prior to the race. Now, like, I mean, I didn't know her. I wasn't following her or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I did feel like when she got 
um, disqualified or taken out of the Olympics because of um, the weed situation, I did feel like it was a little bit um, unfair due to the fact that she had, you know, a death and all these things. But, you know, I didn't feel anything. I've never heard any of her interviews. I know she has, she has coined like the I'm that girl <laughs> term now. I, I, I never even knew that that was like an actual thing for her. And then I realized that, you know, after the race or whatever. But yeah, so I didn't feel anything about it. I just felt like, you know, dang, she was kind of like played on the whole Olympics thing. But that was it. Okay. So for me, I'm not a big track person, but I do watch when it gets closer to like major championships or more so when pros run. Um, which is like closer to the Olympics or the major like Nike events or maybe major Nike, um, Adidas track meets for the pros. I find those a little bit more interesting than college. Um, so leading up to the, well, in college, I knew of her because I had come across one or two track meets that she had won. Um, and I was like, she's gonna, she's definitely going to go pro. Um, in the following year, she did end up going pro. And so I was excited to see her. Is she she from Florida? No, she's from, I don't know exactly where she's from, but I know she went to LSU. Okay. Um, that's how I remember. Um, so I was excited to see her running pro. I wanted to see how she was going to do. Heck, I thought she could possibly beat, you know, people, you know, in the Olympics or, you know, just in the USA when they run the 100 meter, whatever. So now fast forward. Um, now we're getting ready to qualify for the Olympics. So, of course, it's a big thing in America trying to see who's going to represent us in 100 and 200 meter. That's usually what everybody watches. And we may watch the 400 meter, which is one lap. So those may be the three main events that get watched by people that don't really watch track. Just because it really shows, like, how fast you really are. That's all we really want to see. We want to see something quick and interesting. Um, So watching the first heat... She won that one. Like, it was a great race. Phenomenal. She won it. And, you know, we we're like, okay, she she's speedy. Mind you, she, she hasn't run against any other countries yet at this time. This is just people in the USA. Um, And then she qualifies and wins the second heat. And she wins it by, you know, maybe one or two seconds. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be interesting when she makes it to the Olympics. You know, when she goes and runs against everybody that is the fastest in their country. Then she has this whole situation with the weed. Now, playing Mm -hmm. devil's advocate a little bit. um, I do understand that her mom passed away. But. You cannot smoke weed. As a track and field athlete. That, That has always been a rule there have been different steroids that you can't take is different protein powders that you can't take because they have steroids in it that you're not trying to take but it's in there like you they give you seminars i think pretty regularly when you become a pro to make sure that you're in compliance and you're not taking whatever supplements whatever you're not supposed to do so you're well aware of what you can and cannot do And Mm -hmm. to me, that's like any other job that you may have. A lot of people that work at warehouses, they randomly drug test people. You can't smoke weed. Now, if you get caught with it, what happens? They may put you on probation where you can't come to work for a certain amount of days. They may even fire you. 
but you know this is a rule regardless of what's happening in america what states are allowing weed and all these different things you know that in my profession i cannot smoke weed i get that you're a track athlete but people go to work every day that lose moms and dads that may have the you know get drug tested or whatever the case may be so the same rules apply and I feel like she knew the Olympics was coming up. You knew it. Everybody knew this is what you're running and qualifying for. And the Olympics comes around every four years. So I do understand her situation of her grieving, but I can't really sympathize with her choice of actions. I will say that I respect her for taking ownership. I think that was stellar. Especially right after it came out that she tested positive. I was like, you know what? I can respect her. I can't wait to see what she has in store. So now she has this 30-day ban. She doesn't get to go to Olympics. But then they say that, you know, her ban will be up by the time the 4 by 100 you know, is ran at the Olympics. If, if they want her on the team. They didn't want her on the team. Well, not saying they didn't want her, but they had other selections that they had already chosen for the 4 by 100 so she didn't make that. So pretty much she couldn't go to the Olympics. So I want to say her band was up. 30 day band was up like around the end of July. Right. So the end of July to what was it? Saturday, which is the 21st. That is almost a month that you have to train. Now that 30 day band she had, she couldn't train. She couldn't really, she couldn't do anything. Um, related to track. So now you have 30 days to kind of make up if you choose to do that. From what it looked like to me, I don't think um, she trained the way she needed to to come back. Well, she didn't train because she that girl. Ain't that what she said? (laughs) Look, I don't, I don't know what she I don't know what she did. But and and the reason why I brought up that whole 30-day ban is because I've been literally in these discussions while people make excuses. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the main excuses. Well, she had 30 days off. What do you expect when she comes back? Well, I mean, you expect her to be you expect her to have been training Period. I, I, I mean, even I, I think she's on a on a break. I should say, but I don't you think she could with the band. Be... So that was th- that was a that was a month off. She couldn't do anything track related. That that's just my thing. And I can't. Don't quote me. I'm not sure if that's true. But even you're not if, allowed to train. Yeah, I think you have to take. You have to stop thirty days. Anything related. But I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. So you can't you can't work out. You can't nothing. That from what from what I was getting. I don't think you could do anything, but don't quote me. I'm not sure. I have not seen well, that. Why as a would you go run? Okay. Then you, she shouldn't have, she should not have, she shouldn't have entered into the race. Period. I agree. And that's why I say, even though they tried to use that excuse, it was still almost a month. She had to recover because her band was up the end of July. So that's why I calculated the end of July to the race, which was the 21st. That's nearly three weeks, almost a month to get. So she had a month to drain. Right. 
So And if you were already so good like you say, then you should have been able to snap back. Agreed. Agreed. Now, my issue with her, um, you know, I love a good trash talking session. Um, especially when it comes to sports. But you gotta be able to back up what you're talking. That that's always the main rule. Even win, lose, or draw, if you can back up anything you say, you're always gonna have everybody's respect. Yeah, but you see for her, she had everybody talking shit for her. Mm-mm, she she, really she didn't was even talking talk no shit for herself. She was talking before. And that's what I know what I'm saying. She had enough people mm-hmm. who was like bigging her up when she was saying things. So you got to ride that wave, even though I may not know if I really can. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I produce produce what I'm saying that I'm going to produce. Right. I still got to go with it because I got all these people that's that's hyping me up. Right. So to me, she created her own narrative in her downfall with this last track meet. Um, Because once she got banned, they wouldn't allow her to run at the Olympics. She wanted everybody to stand up and pretty much she was in agreement with people not watching the Olympics because they told her she was banned from going because of her testing positive for weed. But mind you, there are other black women that are that qualified for the Olympics that needed our support. If we're talking about, you know, supporting black women or supporting the USA in general. Yes, the situation sucks. But like I said before, playing devil's advocate, you knew that you were not supposed to be smoking. You're taught this even as an amateur, even in college, when you become pro, they tell you what you can and can't have was banned. So you knew all these things and the fact that you were okay with everybody boycotting and because you couldn't go because of your poor decisions. And then yeah, when the... You're, Olympi- you're, you're expecting people to put like those type of like, you know, ethics, you know, in front of the hype and the fame and the, I'm the most talked about person right now, you know, and, and on top of that, she's young. So you it's going to be very hard for her to like be cut to come on and be like you guys, but you know, I was wrong. And no, I just stopped protesting. She, she ain't going to do that. She about to, but the thing is she did come out and take ownership and she was like, I understand she took ownership, but she didn't say she wasn't going to stop people from fighting for her. Right. But if it had turned out the other way, listen, if it had turned out the other way where everybody was protesting and finally the Olympics was like, all right, fine. She can, she can run. And she still didn't produce what she was saying. I think things would be a little different. But that that People was perceive her a little different. And that's the thing. She because she was so dominant in America. She never respected her opponents. That it started with I, the trials to the Olympics. You couldn't after seeing how them girls ran in the Olympics. But even then, she felt like. She could. She was like, I'm fast enough to be there because of how well she did. You've never watched an Olympic then. You must have never watched an Olympic in your whole life. She's never watched Jamaica. No, no, no. She's never never watched track and field in the Olympics for at least the last... How old is she? She may be like 20, 21, maybe 22, I'll say at most. 
Okay, I'll I'll say at least the last three Olympics is you would probably be around 12, 13, somewhere in that. If it's every four years, right? Mm -hmm. You've never watched. You've never studied. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't say... I get, I get, you could be fast. I, right. I got it. But you have to know the history of Jamaica running track and field mm-hmm. for the last, even if we say the last two Olympics. Come on. You, but that's what you said. You, you don't respect your opponents. You don't respect, um, but at the same, every time I think about stuff with her, I'm just like, she's just young and dumb, child. That's all it is. But just even, young and dumb. but even then, I've never seen it at this level, um, especially with them being sponsored by Nike. I've never seen anything like this with an individual sponsored by what? Nike. With the like, I don't understand what, why she doesn't. If she does have a PR team, why they've allowed some things to go? Because even when the Olympics was going on. And events were happening prior to the 100, 200, and things of that nature. She was tweeting to my, y'all miss me yet? As if she was the show, like everybody was watching. Yeah, but she was saying that in regards to the fact that America wasn't placing where she thought America should have been placing, right? Right. So she's not even respect that. I took that as she's not even respecting her teammates. Like, yeah, I want us to, like, I want to come in first. I know if I would have been, I feel like I could have came in first, but still, I'm going to be like, you know what? It is what it is. My team. Thank you. That would have sufficed very well. Nothing should have been said. Let them miss you. Let when you come back. Like this race, last this weekend's race would have been the dang, I wish you would have been in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. That's what it should have been. Right. That girl can't say that girl. Was she still at the starting line? I, I'm confused. <laughs> but this is the thing, like, so this is the buildup of her talking trash, not respecting her opponent. This is all from the beginning, from the trials of the Olympics up to the Olympics, through the Olympics, and now we're getting to the Prefontaine, I think, um, classic. I think that's what it was called this past weekend. And this is for all Nike athletes. So all Nike, 100 meters, anybody sponsored by Nike, this is the big time. I think it's like the end of the year track meet where it kind of steals a deal as to where you are after the Olympics. So after she did all those antics during the Olympics, before the Olympics, feeling like she belonged, they pretty much robbed her out of her opportunity. She was creating this narrative like, I'm just as fast as them. So... While you're doing this, you're already putting this unnecessary pressure on yourself. So automatically, everyone is going to think, oh, this is this is the hypest 100 meter that's going to come up because now she finally gets to show everybody she is faster than Jamaica when they had the sweep in the Olympics. This is the narrative she's helped create by her mouth. No one put this pressure on her. If I'm going to tweet anything and during the Olympics and prior, I'm cheering on my teammates. I'm proud of America. I'm, I'm, I'm all these things that I'm, I'm not worried about who won and who did this and who did that. But she put all this unnecessary pressure on herself by using her mouth for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And I feel like her PR team, if she doesn't have one, she needs to get one because now you're a professional. You can't use that excuse that you're young anymore. Most track and field athletes start and come in young. 
because it's easier to go pro in track and field than it is almost any other sport. So most athletes come in young. That's why they have a very long lifespan as being a pro. You don't see many athletes in football and in basketball coming in. Yeah, so like that can't not they cannot be the excuse that she's just young. I can't go for that. And the things that she said, yeah, you want to say immaturity, but at this point you're a pro. And I think that the world has allowed her to be this this image of having a chip on your shoulder because of your upbringing. Um her losing her mom, her being a great athlete or whatever the case may be at a young age, they've kind of added more fuel to the situation and her demeanor and her arrogance almost. I will say, I feel like society has done that. And so she had a miracle on her side and that was the narrative that was built around her having to prove herself at this track meet. When, yeah, I would have loved to see her race, but if she wasn't ready, I would have not like I would have understood why she didn't run. Mm-hmm. I would have totally understood, but it's like the world has been waiting for us to, for me to race them. They felt like I could have beat Jamaica had I would have been in the Olympics. So I got to show up and show out. Mm-hmm. So that's what was created, and you came in. And how did that work out for her? She came in last, dead last. Like it wasn't even, it, and to me being an athlete, it wasn't about the loss. It had nothing to do with the loss for me. Like everybody's going to lose. You're going to win some, you know, think those things happen. But what I didn't like was the fact that you lost. And like Trump said, lost greatly, bigly. <laughs> like nobody was the fuck around you. Everybody was in front of you. It wasn't like it was a neck and neck with seventh, eighth, and sixth, like a lot of track meets are. Well, she, was the, she was the first, last person. She, so, so she, like, she came through the line by her damn self last. If that were me, there's only two options I'm going with when it comes to track. Because first of all, I'm not doing track because I know I'm not fast mm-hmm. enough. But if I am... I'm either one pulling somebody else's shirt and we both going to be last or two, I'm grabbing my hamstring. Those are only going down. Those are only two options I'm going to choose, but I'm not coming in last with nobody else around me. Mm. So it's like you, you set up this narrative and you lost bigly. So all that shit you talk through the Olympics, through the trials, afterwards. And you wasn't even nowhere near. Like, even if she had placed third or fourth <laughs> or fifth, like, I would have been okay with that. I, realistically, I thought she would have placed like maybe fifth. Or six. That that was that was my ranking from the beginning. Just because I'm familiar with Jamaica and their running times, I'm familiar with them. So I'm like, she's not gonna beat them this go round. She wasn't gonna beat Elaine. At least I knew that for a fact. And so with the other with um, Shelly and the other one, I can't remember her name. Sherika, I think her name is. Those two, their their times kind of fluctuate a little bit. 
So, I mean, she may have been behind, but I feel like they had a chip on their shoulder. Because even after they won, it's like, well, Shikari wasn't here. So, I mean, she probably could have beat y'all. Shikari. Yo, they, I'm still almost shocked that they really smoked her ass. They smoked her ass like a Newport to the butt of the cigarette. In the back of the line. Okay. And then she had the nerve to go after her her race (laughs) and have her little interview and you were still talking shit then. (laughs) And I'm like, all you had to really say was, I'm happy I was able to be back on the track. I'm happy I ran it. I just ran against, you know, the greatest and fastest, you know, from the Olympics that shows that I'm still in there. Something. But no. Something that sounded a little bit more humbling. Yes. But no, that's not what you chose. <laughs> you chose ego instead. Yep. And everybody want to come to her rescue and be on some all no there's no i'll have no excuse for her if she was humble after her um after the race then i would have been like okay she learned her lesson but you know she'll be back she'll be fine no that cockiness after i was like yeah this ain't my last Mm -hmm. race i'm not done yet i'm the sixth fastest woman in the world can't but nobody she just take got that. beat by seven people. She got beat by eight. She came in ninth. Eight. Oh, so how are you the sixth fastest? It's I think it's like ten lanes on the track. Like how? <laughs> and and that's what I say. Like it wasn't about the loss. It was never about the loss. You win some, you lose some. Yes, I have some my reserves about her loss. I feel like she gave up when she saw her quote unquote real competition in her eyes pulling away from her meaning like it's no neck and neck like they are legit pulling away seconds away from me i feel like she did slow up in the end because I, I i really believe she could have came in fifth or sixth but i feel like when she saw her real quote-unquote competition that won the olympics pulling away from her she slowed up and that's why she got the 11 14 time because I, I know i know for a fact she's faster than 11 14 She's never going to admit that she slowed up, but you can see it. And so for me, that has nothing to do with training. That has everything to do with sportsmanship. Your ego, almost like, well, we already getting beat, so it is what it is. I ain't, I ain't going to even finish my heart. Yeah, but I don't want to be last. That was more embarrassing. I, you don't never want to be last. You don't never want to be last where there's nobody else around you. Like everybody's watching you come through the line at that point. That's how it was. And the interview afterwards is what was like, it was just more baffling to me. Like, how can you still want to talk shit when you came in dead last? Not just a loss. It was a dead last. Like a dis- And your time was really disrespectful to you. 11-14? Because she better than that. Right. It was really disrespectful to you and for you or to... Or is though? She is. Her times to qualify for Olympus was like a 10-7, 10-6. I think I can't even remember. But it, I know she's faster than that. And that's why I say she could have came in a neck and neck fifth or sixth. Because after the first, second, 
then the third and fourth and fifth, like they were coming in like almost next to each other, like maybe half a second, maybe less than that away from each other. So she should have been in that pack. But I feel like when she saw Jamaica pulling away, it was like, well, the Olympics already won. They're not finna say they beat me now. And so, so it is what it is. Like, yeah, I lost, but now it is what it is. I, I, ain't I don't even give her that much credit. She lost, period. I don't think she slowed up. I, don't, I think she ran what she ran, <laughs> thinking her ass was fast and your ass ain't. That's it. That's it. Okay, all that time you was wearing, maybe your nails is holding you back. Maybe your hair was, I don't know. Okay, but your ass lost. And that's what you get. And then you you still couldn't even humble your little old. Yes, because okay. like you said, I agree totally with what she should have said. She should have just said, look, I'm grateful to be back out here running um, next to a lot of these women. If she was so for women empowerment, like she says, and she loves all women. She should have been like, I'm grateful to be back here on the track, you know, after my situation. And I'm honestly just ready to get back to work. This isn't yeah, the end for me. Her initial interview was, was horrible. And then yeah. after they interviewed her again, behind, and then she started, behind somebody the must have told her ass yeah. she better check herself because then her words started to change. Right. But it wasn't even, to me, it wasn't even authentic. And that's why I say like, I don't care about what she said behind those damn curtains. I don't care what she said down the little hallway. When you was in front of all those ladies, not once did you congratulate them after they won. Right. That was a whole nother thing. Like, she just walked off. You, no matter what, they always, they you know, always. hug is, each other, give each other dab, whatever. No matter where you they're didn't from. Even do, she, she didn't even go to the Americans and do it. You didn't do anything. She walked off the damn track after she came in last. <laughs> I just saw a fucking loser. Right. And and that was the that's the issue. It has nothing to do with the loss. If you lost well, after giving your, your off- slow ass to go run, okay? <laughs> nobody told your slow ass to go run. That's it, <laughs> and that's why you see. And this is how I know because if it was really about trap for you, and if it really was about getting better and excelling, you would have never dropped out of the the, the two hundred. That was or the one that, that was whatever. That was strictly ego because she knew she was running against the same women. Exactly. But why would why wouldn't I run again? I want why my redemption. I? I want my. I'm gonna try to get do better this next one. Exactly. Maybe I needed to stretch my legs a little bit, and maybe I'm gonna hit this next one and <laughs> and maybe get maybe not get. I'm definitely not getting first place, but maybe I'm getting fourth or fifth. Why not? Right. But but your ego in that moment was mm-hmm. like, man, fuck it, I'm not running. I'm sure she saw her as soon as she got off that that track and she went to that phone and she saw the internet was lighting up. I mean, lit- you, I had the best laughs <laughs> because listen, I know a lot of you probably don't uh, follow Jamaican or not Jamaican, but just West Indian Caribbean uh, personalities on social media personalities, comedians. When I tell you. Caribbean Twitter. <laughs> Jesus. That, those were the best laughs on Saturday. You hear me? I mean, even came out my eyes, okay? Even then, American Twitter was funny as shit. Everybody was lightning her See, I, even, I saw some of it, but more of the stuff for for I was seeing people just like you know right. she you know she'll be back. Don't worry, this was just one. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Let me go back to the other stuff. The other stuff is better, right? And, and that's another subject we're going to talk about. Black America. Like, how they're trying to defend this shit. As a whole? 
Well, majority of, well, I can't even say majority. I would say those that are defending the situation of how she conducted herself. Uh, I'm so disappointed in them because it's like, this is how you guys see your kids when they have these terrible attitudes, when they're an athlete and you blame the coaches, you're Mm -hmm. not holding them accountable. Hold her accountable for her mouth. It's one thing, like I said, it's one thing to talk your shit. But if you come in third and fourth or whatever and you gave it a good fight, that's all people can ask for. They can respect your speed, but you didn't respect your opponent. You didn't respect them when you weren't even running during the Olympics. You didn't respect your teammates. You talk your shit. Like, and now it's time to show up and you come dead last. Like, dead last. Nobody's around. You're not even crossing the finish line tied with nobody. There, everybody's already through the line. Mm-hmm. So, why are why are black or why are individuals in Black America defending this, saying that oh, as soon as somebody up down your side, and then as soon as they go down and they lose, they jump and they want to attack you? It was not about the loss. It's not about her losing. It's about how she conducted herself. I mean, they probably like that because they feel like they feel stupid that they was over here <laughs> defending this girl. But I told, no. I, I argued with people during the Olympics or before the Olympics. I was like, she's not beating Jamaica. She's not. And, and, and the crazy thing is that I'm a fan of hers. I know she's faster than what she showed at this Prefontaine Classic, but it's her ego and her attitude and her mouth is what's going to cause call is going to cause a lot of issues for her. And the thing is that it, she has a lot of upside. She's 21 years old. Do you know how much training you have in you? These women that mm-hmm. are winning now, they've been in the they've been pro for a while. They didn't win everything mm-hmm. when they first got into being a pro track athlete. You had Carmelita right. Jeter, you had Sonya Richardson Ross. Like you have a lot of women that have gone you know, got fast and then they kind of slowed down as they got older and then the new wave of women came through. Like, there's always a way, but you have not trained as long as these women have. You have not put in all the work these women have. So if you were to beat them, that's phenomenal. But if you didn't, there's still no, there's no love lost for you because they've been doing this a lot longer. They've been training differently for this a lot longer. You're young. Like, it's just not your turn yet. So there's nothing wrong with you losing. But the bad sportsmanship and the attitude and the cockiness, that's what made it 10 times worse. It was never about the loss. Whoever it is, even her team needs to work on that. I don't know where you learned that from. Maybe she's clearly never learned it in the beginning of her training. Um, And, And that's what I'm saying because... In college, she was like clearly the fastest, faster person. That's why she was able to get a sponsorship with Nike and go pro. And then you get to America, and let's be honest, America has a different type of speed than most islands. You know, it's only maybe a couple of people that are really like fast in America in, in waves, and it's always neck and neck with America and Jamaica. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. It's always neck and neck. But I think because she had so many wins, she never had a real loss. And unfortunately, her real loss was a terrible loss. 
It was a horrible one. So, but that's a, that's how you get humbled. Sometimes that's how it has to happen. Right. You have to go through that to humble, get yourself humble, and then now you know. Uh, okay. Next time, let me just use my legs to show. You know, instead of running my mouth. Right. I see. Some- hopefully, it's definitely going to be a um a a lesson learned in this i do see her still talking shit yes from probably yes i i, st- I still seen that somebody had a little bit longer but mm-hmm. i but i seen someone you know of course everybody's going in on twitter you know and things saying that why shikari ran this slow you know just the different memes and everything she responded to one i saw and was like but i bet i can beat you though you worry about the wrong shit don't worry about no, no regular civilian <laughs> we're gonna talk our shit as a regular civilian because we're not trained in this sport this is not our job and like i had a conversation on social media like a a kind of not a heated conversation but a back and forth where i'm like i play basketball so somebody come up and they talk like i'm gonna talk my shit because i'm gonna back it up Mm -hmm. so if this is my sport this is my forte you make sure you can back up what you're talking about track is all you do this is your sport. This is your league. So it's not about you talking your shit. Just make sure you can back it up. But even if you talk your shit and you give props when they're due and congratulate and show sportsmanship, you still have everybody's respect. Right. But the walking off, the interview afterwards, it still showed a lack of... The interview after it was horrible. First of all, you cursed on television. I mean, <laughs> and cursing is not a big watching. thing, but it's like, come on, just have... You already know how that goes. Like, right. That shows how much you couldn't control your emotions yes. in that moment. Yes. It was kind of be like, you know, I don't care. I don't care that I didn't win. I don't care, but I'm still the fastest. And then that's what she looked like. like I'm like, yeah, okay, like, relax, like, girl. She already knew. She I don't already know knew. you saw what we just saw, but just go <laughs> sit down. Catch she, your breath. She already knew. She already knew that people were finna talk shit. Because of the storyline that she had created for herself. So that's why she came on there talking about, and everybody talking shit, I'm not done. Okay. Uh, all right. But you still came at last, sweetheart. Well, like, I, I get what you're saying. You're not done. But you came in last. And then you withdrew from the 200. So you really are done. Right. You're done we, for the we day. Really made it look bad. <laughs> that's what made it worse. The fact that you yeah, got smoked really. here. And then you would draw from the second one after you had this whole rant. Because to be honest, there's no way her how ass... great you are. And truth be told, her ass shouldn't have been the first one to be interviewed. But the reason why she was because she walked off the track. She was the first one walking off fast. Fast. I mean, I wouldn't have stopped for an interview. I would rather just not stop. If I ain't got my motion together. But that all comes with a PR team. Now, am I bashing yeah. her? No, I'm just being honest, which I wish a lot of black America would do and and stop saying that people are putting her down when we were just praising her. Hell, I wasn't even praising her. I wanted her to go to the Olympics, but, you know, due to her decisions, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Due to her decisions of wanting to run her mouth, she got smoked. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's going to put you all the backlash and people going to talk about her. That's it. Right. Take it and move on. Move on. Go back to the lab. Maybe her team, you know, take off her Twitter for a little bit. Take, get off of social media till you gather yourself. Because you, you have a lot in you. There's a lot of upside to you. People are still rooting for you. Ain't nobody saying you failed. 
Right, and that's the thing. It's like, at the end of the day, you still are fast, right? Nobody's saying that you're not. We're just saying that you're not who you actually think you are yet. Right. You're just not there yet. Right. And acknowledge that, do what you have to do, and then come back and regroup. All right. That's all you got to do is say, look, I'm ready to go back, get back in the lab and train. I've learned from my decisions, um, my time off. I've learned, you know, the things that can happen, you know, cause of my one time decision. And I'm just ready to move forward with this. And everybody going to clap you. I'm like, you know what? This is a stellar athlete. She overcame a situation that she had, you know, with the band from the Olympics. And this is her first track meet bad. It wasn't, it wasn't the prettiest, but we're happy to see her back out here in good spirits. She runs 200. She's going to get smoked again. But still, we're happy to see her out there. Yeah, but she couldn't. She couldn't allow herself to go into that space. Right. Because that space is... Humbling. It, 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 it's, it's, yeah. It, it's not in her. So I hope until the next track season that they get her in some classes of about being professional. Being a professional. Um, I hope they talk to her about the do's and don'ts when your emotions are all over the place. Teach her some sportsmanship, some, you know what I'm saying? Because I think she had this mentality because she's always been winning. When you're mm-hmm. always winning, you're always on top. And that was mm-hmm. a lot of things that I kept seeing that when somebody's up top, they want to praise you. And then as soon as they fall, everybody yeah, don't want to be. The questions are different when you're always on top too, yeah. right? Your interview questions change. Yeah. When you've lost. Right. <laughs> and you've never had to talk about yourself in a losing way, which is why she was so quick to be like, I'm still the greatest. I'm still the, I'm the. But, but you know, baby, this question changed. Did, did you hear the question? Yeah, it was like you. It's not the winning questions anymore, though. The question okay? was like, you came in last. How do you feel? Well, shit, I don't feel great. That would have probably been better than what she said. Right. I don't feel great, but I'm happy to be back out there. Right. Exactly. But she came out there with little respect for her opponents, and she thought she was going to win before it had even started. So we've always been taught in basketball, no matter what your opponents look like, never underestimate them. Never. No matter if they have reversible jerseys and you got all these finely stitched jerseys, Never underestimate your opponents. Mm. And that's what she did. And smoked ass like a Newport to the butt of the cigarette. <laughs> Another lesson learned. Poor Shikari. Just stop. Please stop talking. I, I, I mean, I, ho- I really hope this next year that, you know, she focuses on herself, works on herself. Um, because I do, I do believe that it's mental too. I feel like, you know, she probably had to get into some counseling, um, just to get her mind, body and spirit back in a way where she's just focused on being a better her and a better runner versus being number one versus Mm -hmm. trying to prove to everybody I'm this person because no one asks you to prove anything. You created that narrative. Yeah, and it's kind of just expected in a sense, but yeah. you don't have to live by that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, um, I, I sometimes you hear people be like, "Well, I have to be strong for something." Like, who did they ask you for that specifically, or did you just put that on yourself to think that you needed to be strong for whoever? Right? You know, like, right. nah. Sometimes we do that to ourselves. We put it on ourselves, and we 
didn't even need to. But now, and then the minute that you put it on yourself, then that's the expectation from everybody. Right. And now you're mad because you have to carry this expectation that you created. Yeah, because you've let it exude out of you. Not saying right. one day, you know, maybe in a couple of years. I mean, just me honestly speaking, I'm not being biased. I'm I'm in America. I've always been American. I just honestly feel like Elaine, at least for the next four four years, she gon she gonna do some stuff. I, I don't see Shakari beating her the next four years, at least. Because she hasn't even she's reaching her peak. She hasn't even reached it yet. And yeah. she's running a a ten five nine. No, was it a ten six? What was it? Ten five nine? Yeah, it was ten fast. five. It was fast. fast. I don't know what that is. It's faster of, than what I do. It's t- <laughs> it was okay. A, it was a ten five four, and the world record was a ten four nine, and she's at a ten five four, and she hasn't even. Who reached holds the world? Who holds the world record? Um, what's the lady name that passed away? Um, in uh, what's this lady's name? Is it American? Yeah. Okay. Great day. I cannot think of this lady's name. Don't worry about it. I'm finna. I'm finna find it right now. Of course you are. Yeah, because I was just thinking about it. I'm like, I cannot believe it. I cannot remember this. It's gonna come back to me. Don't worry. It's gonna come back to me. Um. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's been a number of different athletes that have come come and gone. You had Gail Divers. I remember her because she used to have all the long nails. She was from America. She's a black lady. That's the first one that had those super long nails that I can remember, that I remember watching. You have Allison Felix that ran, you know, she's probably, she's the most de- decorated American in track and field. And she's still running. So like, Man, she came back from having a whole baby and she, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I don't, I don't, it's okay. It's just, you, you okay, have to Ricardo learn. Just wait your time. Be patient. You you haven't failed. You haven't let anyone down. You you're just. You're and just... how about just being able to take the deep breath to say, "Who I lost." That's what that feels like. Okay. Yeah. You. Because sometimes you need to feel that too. Right. I feel like it gives you a balance because it's very hard like even when you're always winning it's very hard to just always keep winning right because there's like this anxiety that at any time it could be snatched from you normally for people right Shakara she got a whole different level of confidence it's just it's someplace else but most people when they're up top there's still this uneasiness because you don't ever know when that's not going to be the case anymore right um so sometimes getting the feel of not being on top, it sucks, but it's needed. And so now she knows what to fight for. She knows what she's running from. She never wants to feel that feeling again. She never wants to be embarrassed in that way again. And so hopefully it shifts her her way of going about doing things and it'll make it, um, she can humble herself in the situation and, and it, Shoot, please, Jesus. Yeah. So the winner, the uh, world record for the 100 meter um, was Florence Griffin Joyner in 1988. So 1988. She, the baby wasn't even born yet. Mm-hmm. And it was a 10-4-9. She actually passed away 
like maybe a year or two after that, maybe a year after that, I forgot how she passed away, but it was tragic. It wasn't like an accident. It was something with her body, something that happened, blood clotting, something to that mm-hmm. extent. Um, but she ended up passing away tragically. And it's crazy that she hadn't even reached her peak when she ran that ten four nine. So there, there's a lot of upside. I feel like the speed is definitely there in, in women's track and field. Not that it wasn't before, but I feel like women have gotten faster. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just, just, yeah, just, just go out and run your race, Shikari. No one's bashing you. No one's putting you down. Get that pressure off your shoulder. You don't have right. to, you don't have to put the weight of the world on your shoulder. You're already making money. You've beat the odds. You're pro. So the only thing you need to do now is fine tune yourself. That's just Oh, me. that was so nice. Yeah. I don't feel the same way, but <laughs> so nice. she should have got a slow ass on the track. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So were you that is it. Since you're part of the Caribbean. Make a running things. You go sit yourself that boy, I I know. Oh God, I know what well, no, where do they go back into a locker room or something? I know what that conversation between them three was when they got back in that room I could hear it. How do you think it went? And I want you to speak it in your accent because no, I love their I'm accent. I'm not doing that. Please. I'm not doing that. Please. No. Please. So where can they find us? No, wait. Just please tell me what you think no. they said. I'm not, no. I'm not telling you. Okay? Please, this is, but I know on. how that conversation went. I, I can hear it to the scene. Can you try it with the accent? No, I just... I'm not doing this. You're not doing that to me, okay? We're not is doing it, that. Is it bad? <laughs> it wasn't no good conversation. I mean, they said some choice words, okay? Well, can you say it? No. Not... Where can they find us? In the locker room with the Jamaican girls. Now, what, <laughs> I just really want to know, because I, I, I like I'm not even gonna lie. Like I love the accents. Like I listen to them at their interview in the hallway because, of course, they didn't get interviewed on the track, so they got interviewed separately. Right, and that's what Shakari was supposed right. to get. She Bogart the first interview. They, they were very. Been. Um, I love that they were. They were very. I mean, well, they were respectful. I guess when you, I guess when you know that you're fast, it's kind of like well, I don't. <laughs> That's how it, that's how what it sounded. I, I remember I watched a little clip from uh, Naughty Lane. Um, what's the other one? Um, I know, I know which one you're talking about. This the one that came in second. The, yeah, the guy asked her. He was like, "So, what do you think about Shikari coming in last? Did you?" He's like, "What do you think of her being last?" And she was like, well, I, "I don't really think anything." He's like, "Well, did you see her?" He was like, "She was like, no, I was, I was ahead." He's like, "Oh yeah, of course you don't have any eyes in the back of your head." She's like, "Well, obviously not." Right. <laughs> I, I felt like I, I that was see nobody behind me. Sorry. I thought that was the Sorry. funniest dig they gave as a question. <laughs> And it wasn't even Jamaica, it was the commentator because she's like, well, I, I didn't really see her because it wasn't like she was neck and neck with me. I could see out of my peripheral. She was behind me. I mean, she was way behind me. Couldn't even see you. Sorry. Can you tell me, or do I have to wait till this no. conversation ends? Okay. No. So, yeah, she'll tell me afterwards. So, yes, you guys can follow us on Instagram at Balance and Water. Both of our personal pages is down below. Um, it's also on um, our Balance and Water po- podcast um, Instagram. Um, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Amazon Podcasts. You have anything else you want to say? 
Yes, have a great week, everybody. Stay humble, stay blessed, mask up. All right. Bye. Bye.